can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. What do you think this is? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's for you, it must be kind of a little bit of a mixed bag because of obviously things are not perfect right now, but you have a lot of exciting things happening for you in the next day or so. Um, yeah, so <laughs> exactly. it must be um, really kind of exciting to know that you are going to be dropping your album tomorrow. Yeah, at midnight tonight. So excited. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh my gosh. That's why I thought this would be a great time for us to, to kind of, uh, for me to get to know more about you. And thank you for being on the podcast. Again, I'm really um, honored to have you come and have the conversation with me. Thank you for having me. So um, I was, you know, doing my thing that I do is my research and all that good stuff and um and so are you so are you originally from from st louis i'm originally from st louis yes go cardinals and um blues killing it with the blues oh yeah that's true Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) no i I, you know what i i actually gravitated to hockey when i was in college so Really? Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who was really a big hockey um, fan and took me to a couple games. I don't watch it as much as I'd like to, but, you know, I still give I still shout out to my, my team, the Devils. Unfortunately. <laughs> that's Sorry. Awesome. The puck yeah. is too small to follow. I can't watch it. Yeah, that's part of my thing. I'm like, I don't know where the puck is, so. No idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they fighting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So. So you're from St. Louis, um, born and bred. Um, born and bred. So let's let's I'm gonna go back a little bit for a second there. Um, sure. And so, uh, did you go to high? You went to high school in St. Louis as well. I was homeschooled, so oh, yes. Really? Oh, and cool. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> no, no, hey, let me tell you, so many people are doing it now. So you were just ahead of the curve. I was just exactly. Exactly. I made it cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I exactly. was homeschooled in St. Louis, Missouri, K through 12. I have a brother and a sister. They made it to um, school when they were kids. Mm. But I was the only one who never made it into a classroom. Hmm. I was always homeschooled. Interesting. So then yeah. this makes my my next question really interesting because um, so I'm trying to find out like where where the music came from. Where did you get this inspiration to become a music artist? Was was music in your family or? <laughs> well, as much as just like listening to Motown mm. uh, growing up, but uh, it started with dance for me. Okay. Um, I was a little dancer at uh, six years old. I was in a tutu right on stage, and I loved it. And then came kind of uh, my mom letting us explore other avenues, considering we were homeschooled. Right. 
so she let us go to like dance classes and um, we started doing musical theater, professional companies, and that's where all this music and training came into play. Mm. So it all started out with dancing. I thought I was going to be like Janet Jackson's backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea I was going to be singing and then being anywhere near good at singing mm. back in the day at all. It, I thought I was going to be a dancer. Are your is your are, are your siblings in the music industry as well, or did they move? Down? They used to dabble with it when we were younger, but mm-hmm. now my brother is in out in L.A. and he wants to do producing and writing and screenplay. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, my sister was like, absolutely not. She was more into education, so hey, I'm holding it down, trying to do this artist thing. Well, she she's she's got the the superstar job because education is so important. So. We need that exactly. Exactly. We need good teachers like her. So it's funny because so I went and I was listening to a lot of the songs, a lot of the things uh, that you've done in the past, and um, just trying to get a feel for. So, you know, I, I, my, my time, my first time coming across you was obviously mm-hmm. on the Voice, and yeah. Um, but I went and listened to some of the, some of your other stuff that you'd released and. Without even, you know, knowing where you were from, I, I immediately wrote this note down. Where did I put this note? I put this note that this person is an, an incredibly talented soul and gospel singer with question Ooh. marks. Is Ooh. there, did I sense something in there that, where, I mean, is there any gospel in you there? I have I am a fan of gospel, and I have. Been, I was a church girl, you know, uh. born and raised in church, and uh, love gospel. So I uh, definitely have been a part of it. But there's more. You nailed it with the soul, because mm-hmm. I consider my genre rock and soul. Mm-hmm. So you nailed it. Yeah, I, I, um, I, you know, I flash back a little bit <clears throat> to or ahead, kind of. Um, to when you uh, were on the voice, the yeah. and um, and now when you did your a blind audition, um, I remember because me and my girlfriend at the time, we like were religiously watching the voice and it was like, oh, the voice is on, so we get dinner, we really, huddle around the table, <laughs> and we would sit there and kind of pick out people who we thought could. You know, oh, this person definitely going to get picked. This one, this, you know. <laughs> and uh, awesome. okay. I remember when you came out on stage and you hit this, you hit this first note, and I, I just looked at my girlfriend. I go, oh yeah, she if she doesn't get on, there's something wrong with these people. Something, something's, <laughs> something's wrong. I'm like, for sure, she's yeah. And huh. and then it was like, oh my god, there's no one going to turn around. What's going on? And John Legend, yeah, right? I was like, I literally was like, are you kidding me? Seriously? And, Crazy. But Mr. Legend, as as he, he, he did, turn his chair. How did that, so I, my, I guess my question here is, um, as a person who actually auditioned for The Voice, I won't get into that, all that. Um, yeah. How, what, what did you take out of that experience? Like, what was, what was that experience like? Because... Prior to that, I mean, you had been doing other things, but nothing mm-hmm. on this scale. Would I, I'm like, in this. Right. So, how did that? 
how did that impact you know who you who you are Ooh, yeah, how much yeah. Time you got. <laughs> it is crazy i mean it's like what i consider surfing it was insane it was so intense mm. um it's funny because they were asking us while we were filming and i just kept saying these crazy words like oh my gosh this is the most intense situation ever mm. and they're like come on you're a new yorker and i'm like yeah yeah but, but like but yeah. I know how to sleep to take care of my voice. It just was a crazy schedule. And mm. at the end of the day, everything is on television. Right. And a lot of people watch. A so, lot, a lot. Yeah. I've never been in front of that many people before. <laughs> so, and also like, you know, your brain plays, your brain plays tricks on you. And yes. there's all these people watching, but you're just in a studio audience. Mm. But there's so. still like this just crazy energy. And then not to mention like, you know, John Legend is sitting in front of you, listening mm -hmm. to you sing to represent his team mm -hmm. in front of the world. So you're like, just don't think about it. Let's yeah. just like, yeah. best foot forward. I look great. I love the costume ladies and Ben, like they're amazing. Oh, that's so, what I was going to uh, ask you. Can not, do you get to pick whatever you want to wear? And like, how does that work? Because I thought absolutely that absolutely not. Could you imagine? Uh... We just wear whatever we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would go down. People would look. People don't. We don't know what we're talking about. We mm. we think we do, but when have any of us been on NBC primetime? Nobody. I think that their costume department knows what they're talking about. So you yeah. know, a lot of people tried to fight for it, but at the end of the day, NBC we're representing NBC and they don't want to look terrible because we don't know what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, but they do really work with our wardrobe. Like nice. before they even see our faces, they ask us to send them um, our styles and like what we want and like the evolution of where we see ourselves and mm. they really get into it. But wow. you know, they have final say. That's incredible. It's much safer that way. <laughs> yeah, I would guess that's true. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, you must have learned so much about the because I as watching the show was hilarious because there were so many times when someone would lose their voice in the middle of the show and oh yeah, and oh, yeah. you don't realize just how much, um, how how important it is to maintain this this your vocal cords and how hard it is um yeah. i i couldn't even imagine what the kind of stuff you guys are going through doing that well it's just really bad when you haven't yet reached the level in your career to handle your nerves right by being quiet oh. so like it's not the easiest thing to do to just handle your nerves anyway but right. then like amp it up with all the people watching the show and like you just got off live tv mm. and like you did well and everybody saw you and everyone's blowing up your socials and you gotta like reel it in and not talk and like go to bed it's really not easy oh my god uh, and that that was like new for me too you know you have all this energy because the show is only like an hour long right you go right. there you do your thing and you're like it seems like you've just had a concert and it was just you the whole time like and the what they have you go through i mean it's a game show you know what i mean so the right, high right. highs and the low lows you feel like a crazy person and then they're like you're called tomorrow it's 4 a.m you know so what insane. and you're like but it's 8 p.m right now oh my god <laughs> and then you have to stay so you the only line in the fence is to sleep and drink water and the hardest thing to do is just sleep yeah 
I imagine. Because you're amped up. That's what, that's what you gotta. So people, you people watching. So people are um, people are blowing up your social media, and do, do you have to? I mean, well, obviously, because you're you're probably your numbers are growing exponentially as you you're on the, the further you go on the show, and then you have to pay attention to all that. How, do you, at some point, you know, how do you just like? How do you manage that? How how do you go through, you know, because that I means it's kind of like, um, you know, I always tell people, be careful what you ask for because mm-hmm. you just might get it. And if you're not mm-hmm. ready for it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just uh, might get it. Yeah, exactly. It might be a little crazy. It's 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 really um, it was weird. You know, uh, you, you anticipate. You know what's going to happen. I had a bunch of friends who were on the show. Mm-hmm. And you kind of think you know what you're getting yourself into. And then it's happening. And you're further along in the show. Mm. And then the social media thing. So it's really cool to be able to talk directly to people who just wa- literally just watched you on stage. Like you can mm. talk right to them. But it's also really scary because anybody can talk to you. Sure. Right. And you'd be surprised how many things uh, people say to you, and not everyone's nice. I didn't have, I'm not really interested in the comments and things like that, but a lot of people felt like they needed to look at every single comment, and right. it can be brutal out there, you know what I mean? To like let all that enter in while right. you're in a competition, and I was just like, I don't need it, I'll look at what people are saying later, like I just don't want to add that to what we're already doing, but other people just like we're looking at it and like into it and really I would engage with people, but it wasn't like, you know, it was just enough because I just wanted to keep myself guarded because not everybody is sweet. And a lot of people really feel like they know exactly what song you should sing sure, sure. and what you need to say to John for them, you know? And it's yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. And it's just a distraction. You have this, you know, this uh, game that you're playing and trying to win going on and you kind of want to stay focused, but I, you know, other people were really getting into it, and, it, and I felt bad for them because mm. it was endless. You know, these people thrive on the attention that you're giving them, and they just don't stop. And it, right. And then they tell their friends that you're talking to them, and then it just kind of gets crazy. Well, I think, you know, the best part about the show is is that it's kind of almost a, an introduction to the rest of your career, right? If, if, if things go well, right. it really yeah. is kind of like the training ground of, because we, I mean, we all know, I mean, social media is awesome, but it's also, there's another side to it. And if you, if you're not, yeah. you know, you have to learn how to manage it and not take it for, sure. for what it is. So, right. you know, it is what it is. So, um, so you're, you're in St. Louis, you've, um, you're homeschooled. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, so let's say when you're in high school high school college yeah. age um like what was what was music like for you then like were you um doing anything professionally were you in any bands and those kind of things i was heavy into musical theater oh wow that was when i was doing so in st louis we have the muni america's largest art outdoor theater and that was like camp for me i went every summer and then eventually was in the company mm. and i was there when i was nine i think it was like my first show and i was there for 11 years after that and i i like loved it there so i was doing that and that is what got me to new york oh really um was tap dancing because i was really good at tap dancing i loved it are you still tapping so, 
Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Nobody even knows that I could ever do it. And that was what was like my thing back in the day. Wow. I went, I went on tour with Savion Glover when I was a kid. Oh, like, Savion. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to fake shin splints so I wouldn't have to go down there <laughs> and tap dance with everybody. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Sorry, they hurt so bad. I'm like a kid. Being like, oh, these shin splints. I can't get can't That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, they worked it to death. Um, no, but so I got um, into the first production of the Broadway sh- uh national tour of white christmas and oh. i was a part of that company and so that's what brought me to uh new york oh. and when i was out there doing that i the, the the fire the light went out for musical theater mm. and i was like i'm ready to try to make money for myself instead of for all these other people because i'm doing really well with this right i wonder if i can do the same thing in music but like create it myself and do it all for me and mm. see how that works out. Mm-hmm. And then the struggle began. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, yeah. Especially in, in New York, it's like, because New York's a great place for being a musician, but it's also a tough place for being a musician because yes. it's so much competition and there's so many artists and there's so, you know, and, you know, it, so it's, it's a little bit of a challenge. Um, yeah. You literally could have a show and then Beyonce's like, oh, I'm going to have a show the same night. And that is your competition, right. even though she can't see you. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is your competition. Everybody who was going to come support you is now going to her show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's like, damn, damn it, come see me. Why are you going to see her and stuff? I know, right. And it's like you secretly wish that you were going to see her too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, hmm, maybe I'll, I can speed the show up and make the <laughs> And get over there sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to do three songs in this set. All right, I'm going. Mm, so. <laughs> Peace out, guys. I'll meet you all there. Yeah, I'll meet you all there. Sure um, so you got here. You decide this was, and you decided, you know, look, kind of strike out on your own. So, like, what, did, what, what, what was, you know, the first thing you kind of undertook? Was it um, any any mu- indie music or? Yeah, I was really scared to leave because you know I was uh, in my twenties and that was what I was doing, mm. and I knew it. I loved it, and it was paying the bills. I had health insurance; like rent was super duh, like easy. I was consistently working, right? But I just didn't. I the, my heart wasn't in it, and I just knew other people wanted it, so I left it and quit it completely. I said wow. no to every offer, no matter how great it was. Wow. And I started singing backup in a New Orleans style jazz band oh, wow. from Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. So I was singing with them and they were actually well known, known enough and they were touring. And so I got to go to a lot of festivals with them and then I started working with another band mm. from there and then that's what threw me into backup singing and then eventually I was like dating a boy that told me I should go to the front and I was like what do you mean and then Mm. I went to the front led a band and haven't been over that since (laughs) yeah well that was he was a smart man um because that's that Uh, was a good choice (laughs) I would have got there (laughs) but exactly exactly (laughs) so you you um you got out in front did you find um you know because it's funny because I I know a lot of different singers um, 
who um, were they and all of them it's very uh, oddly have a similar story to yours in the sense that they were backup singers um, mm. for pretty decent uh, bands or you know or you know situations and um, ended up just accidentally or just you know by happenstance kind of um, getting a chance to lead and they never looked back and like I, there's a certain um, like I love backup singers I think mm -hmm. they are like they don't get enough credit no and they really make songs beautiful they do the, the harmonics that they can provide behind a song is just some of them are so signature that you don't even know that when you're singing like it's playing mm -hmm. on the radio and you're singing it you're singing their part you're not even singing mm -hmm. the lead part <laughs> it's so true you know it's so true and um i always think that there's there's been so many good um singers who started out as backups that have ended up just doing amazing things um and i think you know from what i'm hearing of you know the stuff that i've heard from you i i've heard a bunch of your music and um there was one song you did a song with uh what uh rat brothers yes i did <laughs> yeah um line them up that that i love that song um you do? yeah i, I really <laughs> like that song um that's so fun that we made that that was just a lot of fun in the studio really uh, me and my writing partner that was so fun that that i love i loved it i thought it was it was just <laughs> that's awesome i love that you even know it that's yeah, so cool yeah 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 um i you know like a lot of your stuff is very very good i just i'm looking forward Thank to hearing you. your hearing your album but in the you know so what musical influences um do you think kind of have inspired you either in your career or for this album i'm a little psychotic i guess i have a lot like a lot a lot and i really do grab from all of them to get the point across mm. which is my whatever it is that you call what i am um i would say for sure I love Earth, Wind, and Fire so much. Mm. I love Aerosmith. I, and like move it over to like Destiny's Child and Casey and JoJo. Wow. <laughs> like, so I love Elton John. You know what I mean? I love Queen. And it's just everything. Zeppelin. You know, like wow. there's days when I'm just like, oh, I love rock so much. And that's what I want to do. And then other days when I'm kicking it back to like Justin Timberlake when he left NSYNC. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I literally love. All of it and i was classically trained as a dancer so there's like mm. ballet music that really takes me away so i mm. love to go to like the classical side you know so i'm just a weirdo i pull from so much which i think is probably why it was hard for me to figure out what my genre was for the longest time because i'm like well i but, could go a lot of different ways with this it's music mm. <laughs> but that's exciting too because that gives you a lot of places to go for future albums for future projects like i could, i would love to hear you do rock i think that would be amazing 
<laughs> you're gonna like you're gonna like my album. <laughs> See what I'm saying, right? It's like yeah, I think you yeah. would be amazing. Like there's a you 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 can do pretty much anything. I think that next. <laughs> Thank if, you. if you really want to, I think you can do much anything. And so that's what's exciting about um, the album coming out. That's what's exciting, you know, about, you know, your future. Um, I think yeah. that's that's from a creative standpoint. I think you have a lot of places you can go and a lot of people you can team up with. And, you know, it's going to be fun. I think so. I think it's the years of fun, even though even though all this is happening, I'm not giving up hope. Mm. <laughs> Because this this too shall pass, and music is no one's ever going to be tired of listening to music. So we got to keep pushing on. Yep, yep, through all yep. This. So tomorrow you're doing a Twitch event, correct? Yeah, I'm partnering with Twitch. I'm so excited. They're that, so nice to do this with me. That looks it looks really cool. Can you tell me a little bit more about the actual event? Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow night. My friend Tim Young is opening for me because. You know, originally it was going to be this huge album release party on the third floor of this uh, clothing right. store that just opened. I was going all out. But now we're partnering with Twitch because of what's happening. So that allows Tim to open for me at 6 o'clock, and then I go on at 7 o'clock. And I'll be on the main page with Twitch because they are trying to do a little bit more with their music platform. Oh, cool. And what better time than now when all of us musicians need a platform to actually be mm. seen and they're kind of starting up with it so i'm super excited to show this to my friends and let everybody see how smoothly it goes and do it as safely as possible um and kind of get get the word out and i'm also partnering with the hutch foundation fred mm. hutch foundation and they are working hard to get rid of the covid virus the scientists over there so mm. it's also charity so we are taking donations to help get rid of this stupid virus well that's cool so then everybody yeah. should go to twitch and uh check this out um, yeah you can just download it it's simple cool cool um i'm definitely going to check it out uh i believe it's twitch.tv slash lisa remy uh music yep you got it yep 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 so tell me so the music on your album did you do most of the writing for it or how what was the collab what was the effort behind putting this together i have a one writing partner frank cagliano mm -hmm. i used to play in a band with him and he's a multi-instrumentalist wizard <laughs> mm. and he hates lyrics so oh. the two of us got together um like five six years ago maybe and started this hobby of writing and because I'm like a baby at writing and mm. was so used to, you know, with musical theater and everything, everyone just telling me what to do. And then I would excel at it, mm -hmm. but like writing my own thing was new. So he was helping me with that. And we've been together writing ever since. And so for writing for us is since he hates lyrics, sometimes songs will, he'll get an idea of how he thinks the melody maybe could go. And then he sends it to me and I, We'll take that melody and put something else or go with it, you know, do whatever I want with it. And then I write all the lyrics. Mm, okay. um, so it kind of goes back and forth with things. Sometimes he'll just say, give me an idea. And then I'll be like, I don't like, you know, bugs. And then he'll write a song. <laughs> <laughs> and then that song turns into like, you know, a beautiful love story. <laughs> okay. So it's a lot of fun with him. Uh, he's just a really close friend of mine. And we go, he, ha he works in a studio, Soundcat Productions. And 
I get to go down there in Brooklyn and we just get to mess around. Oh, that's so cool. Which is really cool because that would cost yeah. hundreds and hundreds and yeah. hundreds of dollars to yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm a little spoiled with that one. No, I totally understand that. That's uh that if you can if you can get the the the, the ability to play in a studio, you definitely take advantage of it while you can because it is expensive of course and it's hard most stu- most oh, it's unbelievable most it's music crazy. artists don't get to record in a professional studio most times they do their you know they stay in the, yeah their yeah. little home make thing <laughs> yeah. yeah it's awful it's awful out there but i get this one thing and i ran with it what <laughs> to get this album as good as it is so in the making of this album right um mm-hmm. I'm sure there were whatever challenges that came across. What do you like? What things do you think you learned from while putting this album together? I learned how much fun it is when there's only two people in a room just having fun mm. versus if there's money involved, if there's you know right. other other kicks in the kitchen, and and that's what you have to deal with if you want to be successful. Mm-hmm. So I really took hold of that the whole time we were writing, you know, for years even. I was just so happy with the freedom and being able to do what we were doing because I think that we won't have that, which is what I want. You know, I want to do, I want to have a label. I want to have the machine behind me. You know, there's a lot of help that I want to have with that. Right. There's so much fun with that. And, but you know, you're signing your, your freedom away. Right. So I, I really love that we did that mm. and it, and it taught me to really trust myself and to and to be the boss you know what i mean i i'm the one who has to do everything people are working for me i'm the one who has to make the decision to cancel the show and to do a live stream and to figure mm. all these things out you know i'm learning a lot about myself through this album <laughs> that must have been tough because too because so i've run a lot of different events and i know that you know, once uh, you know, it's the, this came out of nowhere. So having a scratch, I'm impressed. I'm highly impressed that you were able to put this together on such a high level, in such a short time, and do it with such quality. I mean, hats off to you for being able to pull that off. <laughs> Listen, I'm the yes girl and the no girl. My team is amazing. That's awesome. And I have the best manager if it's possible to have a great manager in the music business mm. i have her and she found it i was like down in the dumps like oh my gosh we're gonna have to call this and she was like wait there's another option so she she's always she's always working um she's been told she makes money in her sleep <laughs> so i'm always like go to sleep why are you awake <laughs> don't you need to sleep now <laughs> don't you need a nap you look tired <laughs> drink this <laughs> you want some turkey and wine? Uh, exactly. Get the whiskey. Go to bed. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, so I had some. I had some help with that, but that's you good, gotta though. just be able to just do it, and that's why my team likes me because I'm like, that's a great idea. Let's go for it. Mm, go, let's mm, do this. Mm, Make it happen now. That's... So we really need this, like musicians. We, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Like we're we're just gonna be singing. Like we sing and perform because we need to. Like. And then you're going to live stream that eventually you're just going to start doing it just to do it. There's no income with that. So yeah. trying to find ways to provide income for people. Well, so it's funny you mentioned that because <clears throat> I also learned that you performed at So Far NYC. 
So far, so far sounds, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is also Good. kind of like a unique environment of sorts for, for music artists. What was your experience working with that? It was really cool. Whenever I did it, I got to do a partnership show. So I, they were partnering with Kiehl's. Mm. So I got some really amazing products that I would never buy right now because they're so expensive, but mm. they're amazing. Mm. Shout out to Kiehl. Like, that was awesome. Shout out to um, Kiehl's. But shout out to Kiehl's. <laughs> that was like the best two months of my life with that lotion and body products. Gift mm. <laughs> bag. Um, but it was really, it was awesome because it's a built-in crowd. So, you know, you don't have the anxiety of, Ah, what's the door deal? Are there enough people coming? Who signed up? Who's on the email? Nobody RSVP. So you don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. And because they just build in the crowd, you know, they're going to be a crowd. They get so excited. They get you all amped up about it. And they pick really, I don't know how they do it, but they pick really awesome, interested people. Right. So for my crowd, it was so many people and they were so into my music and it felt super vulnerable because the setup, you know, it was just me and my uh, drummer. Uh, Mark Bell was on the cajon. And oh, then wait, 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 my wait, wait. Mark huh. Bell? Do you know Mark Bell? I love Mark Bell. Mark Bell is, <laughs> he, he's the drummer for my, my friend's, uh, friend's band. I love him. <laughs> he's awesome. Isn't he so incredible? He's amazing. Whenever he comes and he plays one of our shows, we're like, yeah. we're going to sell this one out for sure. Absolutely. Like, you can do no wrong. I love that you know him. He knows everybody. He gets around. That's He's awesome. He's so good. How did, He's how, so talented. How did, uh, yeah. how did you uh, meet him? I don't even remember. We were talking about this the other day. It's so funny. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I've known you long enough that you came to a birthday party of mine, which I don't think I've celebrated a birthday party in, like, four years. So I'm not sure. Wow, that's so incredible. We'll be like, I don't know what it was. It, it had to have been either a wedding gig or some kind of a mm. random sit-in where I, I'm sure I was just a guest singer and he was playing. And I was like, well, who are you? And can I please have you whenever I need you? Please. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> what, what did it take? He's absolutely amazing. And, uh... He's stupid. My, my, man, my guys are really stupid, talented people. I, I am spoiled with the talent that mm. I have with my boys. I'm not the person who can really talk to the band, but they all can like, they mm. understand me and they're so patient with me. They're amazing. And they do their jobs. It's hard to find really talented yeah. musicians out there yeah. who don't just phone it in, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. They actually, Mark, he does his job. Yep. Due diligence. I love it. Yep. Responsible. I love it. Yep. Yeah. So in, uh, so you're. So far sounds. It was cool. It was yeah. Awesome. So far it was awesome. Working. Yeah. Uh, with speaking of venues, so in, in are there are there venues that you would love to play that you haven't played yet? Besides the well, hold on. Before I even ask that question, there is one thing I was going to mention too because I remember also seeing you one other time. Right. It, it was at a New York Knicks game singing the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I remember her. <laughs> With my red mohawk. <laughs> yeah. So you can't say That's MSG because awesome. you've already played there. but um, I know. I know. No, it's really funny because people are like, where do you want to play? And I'm like, well, I literally have played Madison Square Garden twice. Because mm. I also was there. For a huge show with Fish oh, really? for their um, New Year's Eve show, oh. I was on stage when they brought in the Meat Stick song, which apparently was 
unbelievable. Mm-hmm. This meat stick song that they brought back for this one night only. So I got to bring in the new year on at Madison Square Garden center stage with fish. Oh, so that's like, insane. I right, and that was just literally a friend of mine, a dancer friend of mine back in the day who was like, Do you want to make like a couple hundred bucks and just like perform on stage? We have to sign an NDA, I don't know what it is, but it's better to, <laughs> you know, make the money than spend it. That's how I got the gig. <laughs> wow, okay, I love New York, it's amazing. Yeah, New York, you can just fall ass backwards into opportunities, so into seriously, because I just didn't want to spend money on New Year's, but I'd rather make it. <laughs> That's why I did this gig, and it was boom like fish so i played madison square garden and then i sang at it and that was the most incredible experience ever wow um but it wasn't my music me as an you know an artist singing my song so mm. it doesn't count so i gotta go back there i gotta i gotta play there yeah that would I gotta be play webster hall you know oh webster hall yeah, yeah it can be uh, have, have you played there no i mm. need to mm-hmm. i haven't literally like i'm it's ridiculous because I've been wanting to play these places and I keep leaving town to go do these really dope contracts mm. like The Voice and like Cirque du Soleil. So I, it's like time. It's right. now is the time. Right. And then coronavirus hit. Yeah. I'm like, come on. She's like, come on. Give me a break. Come on. I know, but it's like I can't complain because it's Cirque du Soleil or The Voice. It's yeah, that's true. very strange in my brain. In true my brain. True. It's weird. And you know, <laughs> just funny thing about trying to do now like if it works well if if more artists are able to take advantage of performing online virtually the mm-hmm. audience is theoretically bigger you know so because it can way be, bigger you know what i'm saying yeah. so um yeah. you know if you can if you i think that's you know that's a place that artists should people should be willing to to kind of take an art like a a, a concert to online and, and, and do it because, you know, not that it like look live music, nothing like it, nothing like right. nothing. Nope, nothing like it. But yeah. in this time, I think with, especially with indie artists and um, I think it's important for us to still be able to make a, like a living and, and do what they do and spread yeah. the music. And I think music is a very healing, um, medium um take people's minds off of this this thing so you're doing what you're doing i think it's gonna serve multiple purposes so i hope so you know there's always i really really do hope so because like you know canceling and all that stuff but that was a bummer Hmm. to cancel a show but like everyone everywhere is in the same pool so it was like you know we can i can let that go but to just be able to make something positive out of the situation is what feels really good you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that that happens too i want everyone to take advantage of the situation because it's not every day that you have someone like twitch who's like hey let's let's get together and make this happen like whoa <laughs> okay yeah that's it's amazing that doesn't always happen it's not like youtube's calling <laughs> right right so that's kind of um, dope though it's really dope. It really is. And they're huge. I they're huge. There's so many millions of people watching mm-hmm. all the time. It's crazy. I I'm have, happy to I have people at my uh my 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 daytime gig. They mm-hmm. they sit at work while they're wor- while they're working with their um <laughs> phones t- turned to Twitch and they're on it yeah. all, all day long. That's right. Twitch streamers, unite. So, <laughs> you, I can't wait. I'm going to yeah. be one of them. I'm in it. We got a page now. Mm. 
I also I'm I got Sonic the Hedgehog. You remember Sega Genesis? Oh yeah. I just got that, so I'm gonna be playing it so I can be a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went old school. Well, I can't play the new stuff. That's that's yeah. gonna give me a heart attack. Like it's I can't. I have gab anxiety. Yeah. Like I can get on stage and sing the national anthem in front of uh, how many people sold out Nick's crowd mm. and nail it, but I can't really play the, the video games without freaking out. I'm like, I'll pass out. So scary. Yeah, no, I don't worry. I, I can't play them simply because I just can't play them. I'm terrible at them. <laughs> so. You could probably play Sonic. I got two controllers. Yeah, you I can. Social distance. You could be six feet away. Sonic can I can play. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. <laughs> so. The old school stuff, I can play the old school stuff. Really, I'm good with that because you know. yeah, it's better, it's easier, it's, it's less fun. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm having the best time with my Sonic. I'm gonna, I'm doing it. I'm well, it again it's so Wait. funny because um, I I have this pinball game on my PlayStation, and pinball. so I'm sitting there playing it, and my friends looking at me like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Pinball." They're like, "You play pinball?" I'm like, "Yeah, come on." Yeah. Pinball is dope. They just, just don't know. know. They just don't know. They don't know. They just don't <laughs> they know. They don't know about that pinball life. <laughs> so sad. So, um, with all of the stuff you've been like, you've you have a, an amazing, diverse um, background of of things that you've done, places that you've you've performed, and people you've worked with already. And this is what's yeah. impressive already in such a young career that you have all of this stuff under your belt and you're just getting started what yeah. what advice would you give to young um artists trying to get their names out there or make it or even just <laughs> you know oh my god find the confidence to get on stages Woo! well honestly um it's really hard to be on stage and have everybody looking at you mm. do something that you are kind of sure you can do mm -hmm. um and that's how you start yep. and we all have to do it so just suck it up and do it, suck it. <laughs> that, thank but you somebody finally said it, that yeah it's it, there's no easy way to do it and the more it's like ripping a band-aid really oh my is. god that's like, exactly what i say every single time i'm like it's like a band-aid just rip it off and do it just rip it off and do it because there is no of course people are do you still get nervous i'm like it depends but of course if it's an important mm -hmm. situation of yes when everybody knows the lyrics to a song and you're up there singing it yes mm -hmm. yes i am like oh no mm -hmm. what's gonna come out here we go you know what i mean like of course you get nervous but the one thing that I always want to express to people is, especially young people, mm. is know thyself. <laughs> oh, Everything else mm. is going to happen because you want it to happen. You, 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 if you want to have a successful career, you will have a successful career. Mm. But how to keep one and how to handle one, right. I am learning that knowing who you are as a person right. and as a performer, right. those are two separate things, yes. is the greatest possible weapon <laughs> mm. it will be it, it's the reason i can sleep during huge competitions mm -hmm. the reason i can take deep breaths and take other opportunities when the doors slam in my face you know it's like everything you can you want to happen you can make happen right if you want to work for it that's that's a guarantee but the thing is is that that's not an easy thing to accomplish and so while that's happening you know who you are it helps so much right right yeah so much and it's hard to figure out who you are and then once you figure out who you are as a person then who 
who's on stage? Who are we watching? Why are we watching this? Right. You know? Right. So yeah. it's, 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 it's a hard one to figure out. And if I would have known that a lot younger, that would have been nice. Mm. Just something in the back of my mind to think about, to develop by itself would have been great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm out here on stage in front of millions of people being like, who am I? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a tough time. I mean, that's a tough place to, to finally figure it out the, at the last minute, you know. Uh, yeah, whenever you've already fit your game and you're like, I'm mm. so great. Watch me tonight at eight. <laughs> get out there and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't seem to remember anything because my mind has gone crazy. You know, like, mm. it's good to know you who you are and not have to second guess yourself at any moment. True it's that. like no one can really say anything to me to really rock me as far as my who I am, who I am as a person and who I am as a performer. You can say whatever you want, but you can't really, you know, go under my skin. Like, right. it's kind of impossible. Right. So, mm. And that's a years of development, years and years and years. Mm. Well, I tell you, hopefully, um, I, I, I encourage everyone to get your album because I think this is going to be really, really, like, I, I'm a big fan of, like, like finding artists, mu music artists that no one's heard of, but I know people are going to be hot for. Because is that me? Are you saying that? I'm me? saying it's you. <laughs> I, That's so cool. I'll I remember, I, uh, in, I think it was '94. I was in Japan, and I was in this uh, Tower Records, and mm -hmm. I'm standing. I'm like looking at. You know some mixes and stuff that some DJ mixes that they had, and uh, there was a song that was playing on the on the on the on, over the speaker, and I was just like, "What is this? This is really good." And like, so I asked the guy who who it was, and they're like, "Oh, it's this new guy, uh, Seal." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I gotta have this album," and he oh he, he wasn't in the, he wasn't in the U.S. yet, but like wow. I think like June or July of that summer. He started playing on the radio. So people are like, "Wow, what's this?" I'm like, "I had this album like six months ago." Ah. You know, so <laughs> I just love that feeling of coming across a, a great artist that no one's discovered yet, but knowing the crack, they're going to be cracked to, to everyone. And so, I think that's oh you know. Very, I like the way you think. I like it a lot. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is very very nice. Thank you. <laughs> I should record you saying these things and listen to it in the mornings when I wake up. There you go. It could be your <laughs> ring. Be your ringtone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. That would be great. Um, oh. I, I, I've enjoyed having this conversation with you. I have one other question for you before you sure. disappear. Um, um, if you had one album to take with you to a desert, desert, uh, deserted island, which album would you pick? This is always a stumper for people. Oh, man. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I really do believe I could always be happy. And if I needed to be mad, there's tracks on there that I could listen to. Uh -oh. But Alabama Shake, Sound and Color, I think that's wow. the name of the album. I really think I would, I would take that. That would be amazing. That's a good album. And every morning I would listen to the first song to start my day perfectly. That's a good song. That's oh, that album is just my favorite. It makes me feel so great. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Good choice. 
other albums remind me of you know memories blah who needs memories when you're stuck on a, like the end of the world like, on a <laughs> island forget those it's all about the future <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that to me Think, that's interesting okay <laughs> let it go we gotta figure this thing out. Nice. <laughs> Go find Wilson. <laughs> Go find Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. As you can see, I've had a good time too. Thank you for being so easy. You're awesome. Yeah, no. And look, I am very happy we got to have this conversation. Um, the new album is called Surrender. Yes. And it yes. releases in less than two hours. 30. Oh my God, it's so crazy! And uh, you'll be live on Twitch tomorrow, 6 p.m. for your friend Tim, and yes. seven o'clock for you. You got um, it. Friday, 3:27, Twitch TV slash Lisa Ramey Music. Yes. And everybody can find you at LisaRamyMusic.com, and also Lisa, Lisa Ramey Music on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, you nailed it. By the way, the hash yeah. the hashtag is dope. Rayhawk Nation. <laughs> Yo, I saw that. I was like, what is that? That's dope. <laughs> Isn't that fun? It's a fun one. No one no one has it. Nobody. I love it whenever you find hashtags that haven't been used yet. So when I blow up, that's it. Yeah, that's dope. Rayhawk Nation. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> hashtag it hey, Rayhawk Nation. I'm so jealous of that that hashtag. No, join me. Be yeah, my people. <laughs> no, I just I can't have a hawk mohawk. You know, just so you know, growing mm-hmm. up, like I remember when I was like seven or eight years old, mm-hmm. I said to my mom, "When I grow, I, I used to read comic books a lot, and there was a there was a character in the Marvel um, DC universe called Omac, One Man Army mm-hmm. Corps, and he had this mohawk. And I Ooh. said to my mom, "When I get older, I want to have a mohawk." She's like, "Okay, you should do that." And she's like, if you want to do it now, you can. And I never did it, but oh, damn you. <laughs> you missed it. You missed out. She should have told you no, then you would have got it that night. I know. <laughs> you know, that's exactly it. My mom used oh, to tell so me. She used to give me permission for everything. And every time I, she's like, you want an earring? No, no, I'm never going to earring. Now I have an earring. I'm like, so every time <laughs> it's like. Well, I don't have my ears pierced, so there you go. <laughs> okay, well. All right, so no, at least cool. I got that. It's cool, though. Do you have tattoos? No, no. Me neither. We need to go get tattoos. That's yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when all this is over, we're getting tattoos. All right, all right. Ray, Ray Hawk Nation. <laughs> Ray Hawk Nation, baby. Yeah, good. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight. This this was so fun. Thank you for having me. I had a good time, too. It feels good to laugh and be hanging with someone. And <laughs> you're welcome to come on the podcast anytime you like or you. you should come on my other podcast the download where we talk about film download. and music alright let's do it I'm yeah. in so you have to come on that and, uh, your, so your manager knows more about it than she thinks but she's going to let you do this at some point <laughs> wink, wink. she's amazing she's <laughs> great